Hey there, I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. This is the Essential Astrocast, where you get the essential astrology lowdown for real life. Find out what's happening up there in the heavens so that you can take action right here down on Earth. Hey guys, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica Peretti. Um, If you're new to me, this is my weekly breakdown of what's going on in the heavens. I love coming to you live and sharing with you what's going on. Last week, I just couldn't get my shit together. I have to be perfectly honest with you. And it was a really heavy week for a lot of us. There was a lot of earth energy. So if you were feeling like the energy was really heavy and you, you were, I was bucking up against a lot of resistance. So you may have been feeling that way as well. If you were, you're not alone. I am with you. Um, there was a lot of earth last week in the sky. And whenever there's a lot of earth, it's great because it helps us, you know, make tangible things happen here in the earth realm. But if you've got a lot of earth in your chart and I have a healthy dose, it can feel like heaviness. It can feel a little bit depressed. It can feel a little bit, um, like your feet are stuck in mud. So if you were feeling that last week, you're not alone. Um, and this week, we are lucky to have a lot of air coming into play. So with air comes some levity, some ease in terms of the mind. Um, when you're mo- when we have Mercury and Libra as we do now, the mind is a little bit more active. You know, the mind really likes the air signs. Mercury likes to be in the air signs because it's in a lot of ways. While Mercury also likes to be in Virgo, which is an Earth sign, when Mercury is in the air signs, it gives us. Um, it's expansive. So if you think of air, it can't, you know, it's, it's, it's everywhere. It's, it's, um, ever present air is ever present. And in Sanskrit, we call it, um, the ether is another, uh, level of air, if you will. And we call it Akasha and it's the ever present energy that's all around us. So when we are in that energy, it can be a little bit easier for our minds to function. And when our minds are a little bit lighter, then it's easier for our bodies to follow suit, right? Because the body follows the mind in a lot of ways. And the mind can follow the body too. So um, all of that is to say that I was not here last week. So I apologize for that. And I'm very happy to be back and on a very lovely week with a lot of great stuff going on. So I'll start a little bit with what happened just this weekend as we get into this week. So um, just a little bit ago, we had Mercury and Venus go into Libra. So our minds, our relationships, our values are all on Libra right now. Libra, some ideas around Libra or some things that Libra loves are balance, peace, harmony, Um Libras, if you are a Libra or you have a lot of Libra in your chart, then you are a person that came into this life to figure out relationship. Libras are all about the relationship. It's all about the partnership. A lot of Libras or people who have strong Libra presence in their chart, they identify themselves through their relationship. So a lot of the work in this life is about um, maintaining their independence finding out who they are as an individual while in the relationship or being able to have the relationship and have the independence. So we're all going to be working with that energy and with that lesson for the next, um, 
you know, month. Uh, so today is the day, fall equinox, when the light and the dark, they uh, exist equally. And this is always the day. The fall equinox is always the first day of the sun in Libra. So this, these are all ideas that are going to be on the boards for all of us over the next month. I want to just touch on that this Saturday, we had the last of three passes. There were three passes of Jupiter squaring Neptune. So this week is really interesting because it's a lot of very harmonious aspects, which is what Libra likes. Libra does not like to be in confrontation. Libra is the opposite of Aries. So when you want to learn a little bit more about a sign, you also look at what is opposing that sign. So the opposite side of the stick from Libra would be Aries. Aries is confrontational. Aries is aggressive. Aries rules our masculine energy. Libra is ruled by Venus. She is, you know, really looking to make everyone happy. She's looking to make sure everyone is taken care of. She's looking to make sure that things are fair and equal. And she's looking for harmony. She's really looking to find a way toward peace. It is an interesting thing that we always have the UN in session during Libra time here in New York City. So I'm an Upper East Sider, so I'm not a fan of the UN because it really um, messes with the traffic on the Upper East Side and it makes it impossible to get anywhere. If you want to leave this neighborhood and get to other parts of the city, it's very difficult. So, or downtown rather. So, um, you know, it's not great for my life on a personal level. But of course, the UN, which we all know what the UN is, it brings all the nations together to talk about peace and how to move forward as um, a global community, right? So UN always meets this time, which is Libra season. So with all of that going on as a backdrop, remember that last week we've had this whole year, we've had two things going on that are really like below the surface of everything that's happening this year. One thing that's going on is that we've had this Saturn-Pluto-South node um, dance happening in Capricorn. They're all really close together and they're talking to the other planets and they are shifting our foundation, our foundation, the things that have supported us, whether it's your home, your job, whether it is the patriarchy, how things have been done for years and years and decades and centuries are all being upended. This Saturn and Pluto coming together is something that only happens every 35 years. And this time they come together with the South Node. So there's a huge release of the things that have supported us and um, created our floor, created our foundation for the last 35 years. That is a big thing that's going on. The other big thing that's going on that's not quite as big, but still pretty big, is that Jupiter and Neptune were squaring throughout the whole year. They squared three times in perfection, what we call in astrology perfection, when the when the exact degrees are hit. But they've been in this square really the whole year, and they just perfected that square for the last time. They've done it three times within the year. So... This last pass came on Saturday. Now, there's two ways to read this Jupiter-Neptune Jupiter square. For me, personally, it's how I'm reading it. So astrology is all interpretation. It's, it's the meaning of art and science. So you feel free to disagree with me. But, and other astrologers might disagree with me. 
But I feel like the Jupiter-Neptune square is either A, an opportunity for you to really believe in yourself, believe in the dream, whatever your dream is, really grab it and go for it. That's one reading of it, a beautiful reading of it, a reading of it that I um, totally resonate with. But another reading of it, which maybe I resonate even more with, is that Neptune rules illusions. Jupiter is a tr- Jupiter and Sagittarius is the ultimate truth seeker. Thank you for the hearts, you guys. I love the hearts on Instagram. Um, so when Jupiter is seeking truth in Sagittarius, its home sign, and Neptune is its own home sign of Pisces, Neptune in Pisces is really gullible. Neptune in Pisces is a dreamer and it loves to see the big picture and be lost in the moment. And it's wonderful for our meditation, our spiritual practice, but it also can fall prey to being taken advantage of. And it can fall prey to believing the fantasy and not necessarily being in touch with reality. So with these two squared, I think this is, a, in a way, it is a um, complementary aspect to the Saturn-Pluto restructuring of our foundation. This is the fall of the illusion of power. This is the fall of the illusion of um the fantasy of the of what we believe to be true, right? So, and we're seeing this so much in our society, and we're seeing this, um, you know, as a yoga teacher in the yoga community, there is like a huge, um, you know, takedown of the guru in yoga culture, and this idea that someone outside of you has the answers and the hierarchy and hierarchy and patriarchy—they are hand in hand; that are one and the same. All of these systems, all of these, all of these systems that have really held us up in a lot of ways for the last 35 years, 100 years, 300 years, 400, many, long, long, long periods of time, they are, they're falling down. We're seeing the truth in them. We're no longer subscribing to the fantasy and we are allowing ourselves to get real with, with what's happening. That means there has to be rebuilding. So it's not easy. Um, by the way, we have a lot of good aspects this week. I didn't expect to talk about such dark stuff. It just sort of started happening. So hopefully someone out there needs to hear it. Um, so all of that is to say that that happened on Saturday. And so now that's a big release that that was the third of three passes of Jupiter square Neptune. And now Jupiter is going to be like hightailing it through the last degrees of Sagittarius and go right into Capricorn in December. And that is kind of interesting because now he's going to be like, okay, we did that. We broke down all that stuff. The illusion is no longer an illusion for you. And now I can get back to work, um, expanding your dreams and your belief in yourself and really, um, dig into that until December, because once Jupiter goes into Capricorn, it's going to be work, work, work. So really use these next few months to expand your belief in yourself, in your dream and what you're here to do. That's Jupiter. I'll leave him there. Um, that was on Saturday. And we also had 
you know, a few days ago, Mercury and Venus move into Libra. So they've been in this Libra vibe. And I gave you some words that have to do with Libra. And you can always like, you can always Google Libra and see words that come up to understand some, uh, some more about these signs. But um, today is the first day of the sun in Libra. So sun in Libra, it's such a beautiful time because in the yogic tradition, um, we have a saying called the Brahma Morta, right? And the Brahma Morta is the, the time of God. That's the direct translation from Sanskrit. And whenever I think of the fall equinox and the beginning of Libra season, I think of the word Brahma Morta because Brahma Morta is the time of day um, when at dawn, right? Because dawn is when the dark and the light exist in harmony. They are even in the sky. There's even amount of dark and even amount of light. So this is the same thing as the equinox, both the fall and the spring. It is a time when the light and the dark exist in complete balance. And so this concept of complete harmony is perfect for Libra. Libra rules scales. That's why we also think of the law and justice when we think of Libra. Um, so law is also some a Sagittarius thing. So Jupiter and Sagittarius. This is also aligns with the values of Jupiter and Sagittarius. But all of that is to say that we are in a moment of embracing balance, in a moment of embracing harmony. Where can you find... Um, an even push and pull in your life, in your relationships. Libra identifies itself through its relationships. So what relationships in your life are serving you? Where are you showing up? Where is maybe your partner showing up, but you are not showing up? Can you get honest and real about that? So all of these things are going to be on the boards for the next month. So it's a really important time to consider all of the things that have to do with relationship. Now this week, Mercury and Venus are in Libra, as I mentioned, and they're going to be squaring the nodes. So when Mercury and Venus are squaring the nodes, it means that our mindset, our values are really on where are we going. And so I think that with this last pass of Jupiter and Neptune this past weekend, and with Saturn dipping into the South Node on Saturday, so Saturday the 28th is a big day. Saturday the 28th, we have the new moon in Libra and Saturn dipping into the South Node for the last time of three times. So are you noticing a theme? Um, we had that other aspect occur three times in the past year, and we've had Saturn dip into the South Node three times in the last year. So this is a pattern. The universe is telling you something. The universe is saying, there's a lesson for you here. Something that was a part of your foundation in your life, something that you believe to be true. Um, maybe a dream that you held on to really, really tight that you believe was what you wanted. Maybe it's not what you want. Maybe the person that you thought was your teacher 
you've outgrown them and it's time to move on. Maybe the business that you've been running for the past whatever amount of time is no longer fulfilling you the way it once did. Whatever it is for you, you know what story is playing out in your life. I can't tell you, but you know, if you get honest with yourself, you know what story is playing out in your life right now. This week has a big energy of letting go so that you can make the decision to commit to the new thing. And it's a really positive feeling. I'm not getting a sad feeling about it. I'm getting a really positive feeling about it. So on Saturday, when the new moon in Libra comes, and all this week with Mercury and Venus squaring the nodes, we are being given an opportunity to make a decision make a decision about how you want to live going forward. Make a decision about how you want to work going forward. Make a decision about what kind of relationships you want to engage in going forward. And because Mercury and Venus are in Libra squaring those nodes in Cancer and Capricorn, I feel like this very much could be playing out in your personal relationships. It very much could be playing out in your familial relationships because Cancer rules the mother Capricorn rules the father, Mercury and Venus and Libra rule all your relationships. Um, but it also could be your work. It, it could be other things. So it really matters how it lands in your personal chart. And I can't tell you that. But if you look at your chart or you go to an astrologer like myself or someone else, you will be able to look at where exactly this is happening in your chart. But all of that is to say that there is something you're releasing that you're moving on from so that you can go full speed ahead from now through the end of the year and into 2020. And I think 2000, I, I've said this since the beginning of this year. I really feel that this year is about getting clear and breaking down the foundation that has previously supported you so that you can lay a new foundation and build something new in 2020. So if you look back at this year and you're like, I haven't gotten as much done as I wanted, look back energetically and really take, um, take count of energetically how you've maybe cleared the space. Have you decluttered the closets or cleaned up your diet or cleaned up your schedule or cleaned up how you're using your time? You know, have you um, gotten rid of some friends that maybe weren't really aligning with your values anymore? Where have you cleared out space? Because I really feel like for a lot of us, this is a big year of clearing so that we can build something new, even if we're not really sure what the new thing is yet. Now, if you do know what the new thing is, this week is going to ask you to commit. Because Mercury and Venus squaring the nodes is saying, like, we're not messing around anymore. No more excuses. Put your mind, put your heart where you want to go. The, the North and South node rule where we've been and where we're going. It's our karma, what we've been through, what we're burning off in this lifetime, and then what, where we're going. Saturn also rules karma, and Saturn's with the South node this week on Saturday. So I think Saturday is going to be a profoundly potent day to release any of the karmas, any of the energies, any of the beliefs and stuff, for lack of a better word, that you've put on yourself or that you've taken on from other people in your life, especially from your family and people that you have strong emotional connection to. 
it is a time of releasing that stuff so that you can move forward um, in a way that really honors your values. Whenever we're talking about Venus, we're talking about values. Not only values in our relationships, but values in our work, values in our life. You know, I watched the I watched the video, um, this, the talk that Greta Thunberg gave today. And if you don't know who she is or what I'm talking about, Google it. It's really important. And Greta Thunberg talked uh, about the climate crisis. And she's a young girl who has staged these, um, you know, she's been skipping school to, to protest how adults and governments and our politics are basically not giving the climate crisis its due. It's a big issue for me on a personal level. Um, but really go listen to her talk and are your actions aligning with your values? If you say you care about the environment, are you actually taking action to do something about it? If you say you care about, um, our politics and you say you care about the direction of our country and the world, what actions are you taking to do something about it? If you say you care about building your business, what actions are you doing to build your business? If you say you care about, um, you know, finding love and being in a relationship, what actions are you taking to actually find a partner? I think that this energy this week is really a a, a nice, I, I was talking in the past, like two weeks ago, I was talking about the T-square in the sky, basically telling us no more excuses, like whatever is holding you back from doing the thing that you want to do, let go of those excuses. And this is like, okay, we've let go of the excuses. So now it's time to actually put your action, put your money where your mouth is, you know, in terms of your values, it doesn't have to be physical money. If you don't have the money to necessarily give to environmental organizations, can you just make a few simple swaps in your life by, you know, not getting coffee out in a plastic cup or bringing your own cup or, um, you know, using, being cognizant of, of all of the, the packaging and all the things that we're buying. Can we do, can we do little things that don't cost anything for you? Um, so the point of the matter is that take action on the things that align with your values, take action on the things that you say you want. Um, and that's really what the astrology is, is in my opinion, you know, sharing with us this week, the new moon on Saturday is a lovely new moon. We've still got Mars in Virgo, so it's really going to be a wonderful time to take action, to get clear, to move forward with whatever you're working on. And if you have been deciding whether or not you want to partner with someone in business or partner with someone in a romantic relationship or partner with someone on some charity project or whatever it is or this organization you want to partner with, this is going to be a week where you really decide whether you're in or whether you're out. I kind of wish I led with this. So because Saturn is touching in, into the South Node, you know, it's really saying like, hey, um, are you in or are you out? Like if you're out, this is the time to be out. And if you're in, let's make the commitment. It's interesting. I was listening to one of my favorite astrologers before I did the broadcast today, and she was saying how she has like six clients or eight clients that are getting married on the new moon in Libra. And it's so perfect. New moon in Libra in general is a great time to, to make a commitment, get married, get engaged, whatever. But 
it is such a wonderful time to, to commit to a partnership, an organization, your business, whatever it is that you want to commit to partnering in, whatever relationship you want to be a part of for the next 30 days, the next six months, the next year, the next 35 years, the next 19 years. Um, you know, there's a lot of cycles that are going on right now. And astrology is really the layering of those, those cycles. So um, one of the other things to note is that Saturn, touching it on the south node on Saturday, that's not going to happen for another 19 years. So it is like the beginning of another 19-year cycle. So if you're in a relationship, you know, and you're like, I don't want to be with this person in 19 years, this would be the time to get out. Um, so I'll, I will leave it on that note. That's not such a happy note. It's a great time to commit. It's a great time to be in love. It's a great time to commit to being in love with your love. And if you're like, hey, this is not this is not the one for me, then then take the actions that you need to take to find the person that is for you. Um, we've got great moons this week. We've got the moon is going. Is the moon right now is in. The moon right now is in Cancer, um, so it is activating. You know, the moon in Cancer is going to be playing into that those that T squared between the nodes and Mercury Venus. So you might be feeling that like, yeah, where do I want to, where do I want to take action? Where do I want to put my energy, my focus on the things that matter and where I'm going, not where I went, where not where I'm coming from. And then we're going to be going, moon goes into Leo, and then we're going to have a nice long void moon on Wednesday. The moon is void right now, which is maybe why I'm rambling so much. And then on Thursday, the moon is going to go into Virgo. Then we're going to have the moon meeting up with Mars on Friday. So that will be, you know, Thursday, Friday with the moon in Virgo. You might, it's going to be a waning moon because the Virgo is the last sign before the new moon, which will be in Libra because um, we just came out of Virgo season. So all of that is to say that if you do feel like the back end of this week, it might be a really great time to tie up those loose ends before we go into the new moon on Saturday. And then on Saturday, we're going to have that new moon and the moon's going to go into Libra and we'll have the new moon at 2.26 p.m. Eastern time. Um, that's it. So th that's what's going on with the moons this week. The new moon on Saturday, I'm doing a special essential astrocast for my essential astrology members on Patreon. If you're interested in being a part of that program, it's really wonderful. For $10 a month, you can get my new moon essential astrology broadcast. It's a video like I do on Facebook and Instagram, but it's just for the members. Um, and paying members $10 a month will get you the new moon essential astrocast. I'll basically break down for you the new moon as well as all of the things that are going to be happening in this lunar cycle from new moon to the next new moon, right? Then there's another tier of membership, which is $25. And for $25, you will actually get that new moon essential astrocast and a live full moon workshop with me. Um, it's a live workshop on Zoom, which is a free video chat software. You'll hop on, 
bring your chart, your questions. It's, I will talk a little bit about the full moon for about 20 minutes. And then we dive into Q and a, and we actually look at your chart and we actually look at where the moon cycle is activating your chart so that you can use that information to set intentions and goals for yourself to move your life forward with the help of the planets. All right. So if you're interested in any of that, you can always go over to my site, veronicapretty.com. Um, you can also book an astrology reading there. So if you have never had a reading and you're not sure um, where all of this good stuff and this new moon and all of these other exciting transits are happening in relation to your chart, because they are having impact on your chart specifically, then go over to veronicapretty.com and you can book a reading with me. All right. If you have any questions, you can leave them in the comments and I will check back later. And if you're listening on the podcast, please consider rating and reviewing if you like this podcast and you want other people to know about it. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you next week.